Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on where you are in this present moment. This is Eric Castillo here with another beautiful episode of the Infinite Talks podcast. It's January the 6th, 2023. It's the Dia de los Reyes Magos, the day of the magical kings, I guess, <laughs> if you translate that. But here in, in, uh, in our country, or Mexican culture, we like to celebrate my dad used to tell me that when he was a kid back in Guadalajara, Jalisco, Puerta de la Vega that on this day they would actually, that's when they would get their gifts and I, I think my dad would tell me like they would get like the simplest of things right, but they would have to put the shoe in a certain area of the house I, I believe they had a little tree or something and then they would put their shoe there and then the day of the January the 6th, they'll wake up and go and check that out and make sure that, like, oh, like, I got my gift or, you know, whatever they had, it was inside the shoe. So just, like, old traditions, man, that I kind of, like, I think we've kind of, like, lost that tradition here in modern times because I don't re- I really don't celebrate that with my children, you know, like, or my family. My, my mom, my dad, like, we hardly ever celebrate that anymore. And... But the tradition is that you get a, like a fruit cake, right? Like a circular oval cake. And within that cake, there's like three or four little monitos, right? Little babies, like little plastic babies. And if you, when you cut it, when you cut that cake and you, and let's say you start eating your cake, your little piece of cake, but if you have a little um, plastic baby in there, a little baby Jesus, then you have to do a tamalada, which means that you have to do a party for them, for the rest of the family, invite everybody over, and you're gonna make tamales for them. That's our culture, man. That's how we never stay fit here in, <laughs> in South Texas and Mexican culture. <laughs> but it's a it's a good it's a good um, good way to like pass the time with the family, man. And and tamales, you can never go wrong with tamales. Tamales are poof. They taste amazing with that salsita, you know, coffee, coke, the works, all the bad shit, all the bad stuff. And and I really wasn't going to talk about that today, but since it's January the 6th, I was thinking about the importance of that historical, you know, uh, little celebration of holiday for us. <clears throat> and yeah, man, it's... Uh, beautiful little routine that we share here in our uh, hispanic culture i think for the most part you know our pro- our kids are probably not gonna have the same ambience unless we teach them right we got to teach them those those little traits those cultural traits so that they continue having this when you know in, in modern times maybe like in 2050 2080 the year 2100 <laughs> or 2100 Imagine that. That's going to be like, what, 87 years from now? So right now, there's a baby being born. And when they're 87, they're going to be like, I was born in 2023. And it's going to be the year 2100. That is amazing. Time travel. But I I wasn't going to talk about that either. It was just. That's the thought that came to my head. Infinite talk. That's what it's all about, man. But 
what I really want to talk about today is that there's so much negative news in the world, man. I feel like I wanted to talk about this today because yesterday I had like bad news after bad news after, and not pers- not like what's going on to me and my family, but more of the world, what's going on in the world. And I, I honestly don't even tune into the news. I hardly ever watch the news very randomly. I, I maybe because when you open up a certain web page, the first thing you see is like the bad news, right? And I think in the last few weeks, my wife's been talking about the Idaho murders. Very interesting case. Not gonna lie. Very, very crazy. Bad case, right? They killed four people, one dude, a guy with a PhD. Right? And that's he murdered some some kids, you know, in, in horrible, horrible fashion. And then the other news that my wife gave me, my wife wants to give me all the bad news. <clears throat> and I, I give props to her because she keeps me informed because of what's got what's going on in the world. I, I rarely tune into the news locally or worldwide or whatever. So she keeps me tabs, you know, like, hey, this is going on. Like, hey, well, she, I was like, oh, man. So she told me that yesterday that um, El Chapo, El Chapo's son, Chapo Guzman, was captured in, in uh, Sinaloa, Mexico. And there was a crazy gunfight bombs and helicopter shot at airplane shot at tons of convoys of uh, chapels el chapos man you know like he had a whole army of dudes and trucks trying to save his son el, el ovidio ovidio guzman <clears throat> i call him el chapito so it was like man like i was like that's like this dropful news, bro. Like Mexico used to be so, so nice, so beautiful. I remember, and I'm pretty sure it still is in certain areas, but like being from the States, you know, and I used to go to Mexico a lot with my dad to, to visit his family and my mom's family in Olareo. It was amazing, bro. I could go any time of the day, any time of the day. I would go at three in the morning with my wife if we ever had like that antojito, you know, like you wanna <clears throat> you wanna get that snack on. And we would go to Mexico and we would go to get some hot dogs from across the like right across the bridge. There was some dude who sold the the best Mexican hot dogs. And we would go, man, it was beautiful, it was amazing. Estaba, estaba con madre. Like the el ambiente estaba bonito. The ambience was beautiful. And I remember going to the plaza with my dad and my mom when I was a kid here in New Laredo and it was amazing man we, we would eat like corn and like corns we would eat like uh, all kinds of snacks that would sell there in the plaza we would walk around we would play around my mom my dad would just be there sitting down watching us and all my cousins would be there you know all of us would be there it was like a whole family get together but at the plaza and this is when I was in my like 8, 9 years old maybe 6 years old between that era, I remember when I moved from Chicago to Laredo, that's what we would do on the weekends. And sometimes even during the week, because my dad used to play soccer over there, and my mom too. So we would go there eventually like throughout the week, maybe like two or, time to, two or three times a week. And my mom had a house over there, you know, and uh, over there by El, el, uh, el Cuartel, which is a military base over there. <clears throat> So it's amazing times, bro, and, and it sucks that now in the modern era, we 
hardly ever go because not because we don't have uh, we don't have family anymore. But that's one reason. But the main reason is that it's pretty bad, man. I have friends that live over there. They tell me, bro, está gacho. You know, no, no ni vengas ni, ni intentes de ni. And they always tempt me to go to go get some tacos, bro, because they always like, man, you got to go try these tacos and you got to try these new new restaurants that are popping up. And I'm like, man, I wish I could, but <laughs> I'd rather not go, you know, until it's safe. But it hasn't been safe over, man, the last 15 years probably or more. And it's been escalating and then it de-escalates. But... Mexico used to be this beautiful country that you could go to any part of the, of the any part of the country and you can have a beautiful time for an affordable price but not only that but just the the richness of the country it's like full of so many beaches so much culture even the different regions in Mexico have like different cultures within their culture like different foods um, I used to go to we used to go to Guadalajara a lot, so we used to stop in, like, all the little towns in between. And I already knew, like, oh, we're going to go to Zacatecas, we're going to go to Saltillo, we're going to go, like, all these little towns in between. And there's a lot of sightseeing between, you know, Laredo and Guadalajara. I think it was, like, a 15-hour drive, 17-hour drive, something like that. Monterrey, you know, you pass through all these towns, man, all these cities. And, like, I remember uh, just enjoying all the food, man, like, when I was a kid. The fruits, everything, the culture, the people, just different, right? And it's hard. It's it's kind of hard for me because I wanted I I wanted my kids to, to really experience that, like the way I did when I was a kid. And it's hard for me to take them over there because just it's always very unpredictable. You know, you don't never know what's gonna happen. But the the good news is that we still carry our culture, and I think like my message to myself today is like, hey, uh. Yeah, maybe start practicing some of the old traditions that you maybe you've lost touch with. You know, maybe uh, maybe not buy the whole cake, the <laughs> la rosca, because man, I'm trying to stay fit, my G. I'm trying to lose some weight. I'm trying to stay fit because I want to keep up. You know, with my kiddos and my wife, be able to do things. I'm 44 years old, gonna be 45 this year, and I think this is very key that we take care of our diet, right? But maybe. Let's talk about Los Reyes Magos and talk about these experiences with them, man. I mean, you know, maybe, like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to be creative here. Maybe I have to buy, like, a little cake and put a little baby Jesus in there. <laughs> and then let's see who gets the little bite of that. <laughs> you know? I don't know. And then not only that, but the roscas, uh, las roscas, which is, like, the cake they sell here, they're pretty expensive, man. So it's something to look forward to. You know, just sharing the tradition with my kids and my wife. And maybe maybe not even doing the whole celebration, but just talking about it. Talking about my dad's experience, my, my family's experience, and, and carrying that over to to them. But yeah, man, um, the other thing that I want to talk about is just that, uh, you know, when we're surrounded by negative news and it's fear-based, right? They want to make you fearful. They want to make you... Uh, you know, fear sells. You are intrigued by that dopamine fix of fear. Like, you're controlled by it. And the people in, in media, they know this. They know that dopamine sells. So they sell fear. They sell, like, the most tragic events. 
You're not going to hear about, oh, Miss Sally was saved by Johnny while he was riding his bike and she was the old lady was crossing the, the street and Johnny stopped by and he saw her. He held her hand and he stopped her from walking into the ongoing traffic. You know, you don't hear stories like about that kind of, you know, happiness, about um, just beautiful stories that are going on in the world. There's there's more beautiful than bad, but we like the media likes to sell the negative, the fear. You know, they want to feed you that because that feeds into the system that they sell to us, right? They sell us food with high dopamine fixes. We always want to fix that dopamine fix, and if you don't know about dopamine. And you don't know about neurotransmitters, I suggest you really look up it and Google. Just look it up in Google. Look up dopamine, look up serotonin, and you're going to be like, whoa, our brain is controlled by those neurotransmitters. And whatever we see feeds either or, you know, either either transmitter. So what you want to do, and that's why the Infinite Talks podcast is here, is that we want to educate because I'm not the most educated about this, but I've read about it, right? But I want to lead you in the right direction so you can do your own research. So you can understand that, hey, dude, I do have control over my mind and my body and my decisions that I make every day. But I have to be conscious of what I'm watching, what it's, what is in front of my face, what am I reading, what am I around. Because even if you're around the bad energy, you absorb a lot of that subconsciously. So these media outlets, they know and they understand that frequency and they understand that because they have that much power over you or over us or the, the community over the world that they can control the way we're going to behave after they show us all this imagery. They already know that we're going to buy out of control because we want to forget about all this negativity. But then we want to feed ourselves all this food because we want to forget all this negativity. We want to, you know, we want to buy all these products that we don't even need. But we want because it's all created out of the necessity of fear, of, of, of raising that fear. Fear creates a behavior. And it, because if you fall into the trap of always watching the news and it's always a bad news and always a bad news and always a bad news and always the most craziest news. Already on your subconscious, you're already thinking about what am I going to do to forget this tragic event? And that's your brain trying to you know figure out how to erase all this data that it doesn't really need and that's what we don't know we don't know that and that's what they know and when i say they i'm talking about people and that have been like feeding us all this information for many 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 years cbs you know cnn nbc cnnbc um fox they just want to talk tragedy bad stories and controversy they're not they're not going to feed you or they every now and then they'll feed you some some good nostalgic news but right after that my g you know what's coming controversy politics fear and they control us by that you know that imagery that information so what i wanted to share today is just you know sometimes just tune out from all the news look for some good news Look for some happy news or read, you know, read something that's going to help your brain. Read about serotonin, read about, you know, dopamine, read about what causes the spikes of dopamine, what causes serotonin effects, you know, what, what can you do to improve your mindset? Because at the end of the day, 
if you're able to control your your decision making and when i say control like really understand that every decision that you're making is because of you and your subconscious and your conscious working together and not just letting subconscious take control of what you're thinking that you're making it's a very uh, hard thing to understand but once you understand that and the clarity between making a pure conscious decision from the energy and information that you have within you you're like whoa the power of my decision is very impactful so that's what i wanted to talk about today using the negative fear all that stuff filtering it out or exiting it out like don't even consume it and look for some uh literature out there or look for some something that can help you improve yourself and feed your mind that kind of information and then start noticing the changes within you the be to be able to see not only with your two eyes but your third eye like be able to see things very clearly like oh man there this is a selling point somebody's trying to sell me something here or you know what this is a trap you know this is a oh they want me to go into this website they want me to do this they want me to drive here they want me to spend my money there no you take control of all that decision making and start seeing the change within you and around you so thank you so much for tuning in this is eric castillo once again for the infinite talks podcast gratitude for everybody who's on here right now share them share the episodes like you know whatever do do you man at the end of the day it's all about improving ourselves and being the best version of ourselves so thank you so much remember guys we're not a brand we're not a brand we're a frequency peace out